Welcome back to AST with your host, Matty B. Today we got Marcus Sims, which is the owner and founder of Tedious. Uh, Marcus, tell me a little bit about what Tedious is, what it does, what problems it solves, bro. Yeah, my, first of all, I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Um, we, I appreciate you coming out, man. Absolutely. We you even talk, showed up 10 minutes early, bro. I appreciate know, that. I like to be punctual. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I appreciate that. Um, we've been talking about it for a while, so I'm glad we got it up and um, you got it up and running. And I'm glad you're on, to be bro. a part of it. Yeah. So, um, but Tedious, um, Tedious came about. It was the middle of a Minnesota blizzard. There was 10 inches of snow. Um and while I was uh, blowing the snow from the driveway, my snowblower broke, and I had to shovel 10 inches of snow by hand. Um, and then kind of at the same time while I was out there, my next-door neighbor returned from Arizona to a cleared driveway, and he had mentioned that to me, that another neighbor cleared it for him. And that's when I kind of got that um, serendipitous moment um, that, dang, why is there no service like this where... I, I could use this service. My snowblower broke. He was on vacation. He could use a service like this. Why is there no on-demand solution for um, snow removal? Um, and then that expanded to leaf removal, fertilizer, lawn care, um, where we're at today. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Tedious came about. I knew kind of the exact business model I wanted to do within the first five minutes of realizing that. I knew the exact name. I was like, well, this is a tedious task. Like, mm, tedious, that makes sense. Let's do tedious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to touch on that, though. <laughs> if you can find a one-word name that actually makes sense and works well, it's like fucking gold. Game over. Gold. Game over. No, I mean, it, it, it all really worked out. Like I said, it all it happened within five minutes. I knew the colors I wanted. I knew how I wanted the layout to look. I knew everything within five minutes. Um, it wasn't something that was forced or I was looking for. It just kind of fell in my pocket. Um, and so, so let me ask you this. Uh, you realized that this sucked after you shoveled a bunch of snow. Mm -hmm. The idea sparked mm -hmm. when your neighbor came home, still winter, yep. right? Um, so, so what was like the first thing? Because five minutes is pretty fucking quick, dude. Mm -hmm. So, what was the first action item when you were like, "Light bulb, let's put this to become a reality"? Like, what's, what's like the first step to fucking go? Yeah. So, I mean, I've already had a background in like tech um, with the previous company that I started, but um, so I, I, I don't even think I finished. Uh, finished the, the 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 driveway. I think I went straight into the house. Seriously, I don't I, even need to do that right no, now. I, I, I got <laughs> this brilliant game changing idea. I, I ain't leaving I need, for a long time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I got to get this all on paper before I forget it all. And I, you know how you, everyone has ideas, and it's like. I want to put this on paper because I know this is going to be a great idea. Um, so I literally went in the house um, and I started um, I started mocking up the the app um, on on, the, on, a, on a program on a software program and and doing the UX UI, which is the um, user interface, user experience for those that don't know um, how how it looks, how it feels. And I I started doing that immediately. Um, started messing with logos trying to come up with a logo um getting so, some tangible stuff to to make it a reality exactly yeah. exactly getting that tangible stuff on paper and then um yeah it, and then i just ran with it it was crazy it was it, it was nuts all right so yeah. so you touched on the fact that this uh happened really quickly you touched on the fact that you had some previous experience to basically allow you to to put that piece of shit snowblower down and and, and go lock yourself in your house and get to work mm -hmm. so Podium was the original platform that kind of probably taught you a lot of lessons, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So give you some background on um, Podium. So Podium was really my first entrepreneurial um, venture. Um, I started that, co-founded that with uh, one of my good buddies, Will Powell. Um, we started that while we we're actually in Germany. Um, we can probably touch back on that as well. But uh, Podium is essentially we wanted to be this LinkedIn for sports. Um, we built this stats app that allows you to take live stats from an iPad. Uh, for fo American football, um, and then it produces a game cast like ESPN yeah. for fans to be able to watch it. They see stats on both sides, both teams, and then it all syncs up to each player's profiles. Um, so essentially, they're updating their sports resume live. Um, so, 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 who updates it? Right? Anybody? Like, or who? Who? How does the stats get into those? From the app. So the app produces the stats. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. But where do the stats come from? Did you guys create a linkage between where the stats are posted to this one app? No. No. Uh, so, um, sorry, let me break it down. So you're watching a game, right? And there's an official scorer that takes the stats, yes. right? So we allow you to do that on your iPad. So that iPad, all those stats that are being taken on that app, they're automatically synced there, we already have the rosters of each player, right, for yeah, the team, yeah. for the game. Yep. And it, all that information after the game uploads to each player's profiles and updates their profiles for them. Got it. Um, so we wanted to build a completely super complex – I mean, there's a lot going on with it, with live stats, with um, – having fans be able to log in with players being able to manage their own profiles but yet we have an aspect where we manage it there was a lot going on and, and this a lot is, of the data comes from y'all though right initially right. Yeah, yeah exactly and uh, we i mean we were 23 24 at the time and um not a clear we we, we had this grand idea and, and in our heads um it made sense um but and how did the idea start? Because obviously in professional sports, you can get this information on the drop of a dime anywhere you want, right? Right, right. So um, I guess to, to take you back a little bit, um, it all started when we were playing in Germany. So um, I played at the University of South Dakota, and then uh, I played there for four years. Um, and obviously everyone thinks they're going to go to NFL, tried the NFL route, um, CFL, that kind of thing. But I had an opportunity to go play in, uh, over in Germany. Played in Germany. One of the receivers got hurt. I played running back. Yeah. And then my college teammate was also, and he was in France at the time. Um, he was in France at the time, and my uh, my receiver got hurt, and I asked him to come over and play because um, his season was just ending. So it was like perfect timing. And yeah, I'm like, why can't I would love to play with my college teammate? Um, and me and him were, weren't really close at the time, but we got a lot closer since. Um, but yeah, we were in a in a basement or an attic in Germany, and we're like, man, the stats here suck. There's not really any. There's no structure. I mean, American football in Europe, right? Yeah. It's not like American football here, no. uh, where there's so much structure and um, the stats are taken properly and things like that. So we essentially we saw the problem of like we want to solve that problem in Europe, um, and that's kind of where the idea came. Yeah. Got you, got you, know. you. And so, so uh, you graduated from uh, University of North Dakota, yeah? South Dakota. South Dakota. South Sorry Dakota. about that. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, all right. Those so fighting words. I know, right? So <clears throat> you and the co-founder mm -hmm. uh, started that, and that, and that 
was the gateway to the learning experience from building a technological platform to running a business, right? Mm -hmm. um, like, what's your background, man? Did, I know that you just said earlier that you did a lot of these software programs for Tedious yourself. Mm -hmm. but, but what about the back end of Podium, right? Mm -hmm. There's got to be some computer programming to that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, we were trying to build this website. We were trying to build this super robust um, stats app. And, um, yeah, all that takes a lot of, um, I mean, we were, trying to, we were trying to develop a huge platform, and that takes a lot of um, technological knowledge and um, a lot of money as well. So, basically, with that, with that situation, we ended up raising over $1.3 million with that company. Um, uh, my co-founder, he's pretty connected um, within the Sioux Falls area. So we did had a lot a of this work start taking off the ground when you came home, or did this stuff just continue in Germany for a while? It started. The idea sparked in Germany, and then we came home to get the money. Got it. Um, and then we kind of returned back to Germany, um, and then we were also in Poland and, and that kind of thing. But it started in Germany, and then we came back home, got some money, and uh, kind of ran from it, ran with it from there. But um, yeah, got the $1.3 million, hired a bunch of developers, uh, project managers, you know, the, the things you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur with sure. $1.3 million. Sure. Um, uh, and yeah, it just doesn't work like that. You can't, I mean, when we presented the idea to the um, to the company or the freelancers that helped us do it, we should have had a red flag then that it probably... We should probably um, have an MVP, which is a minimum viable product, first before trying to incorporate all these cool things where where things are all connected and, and it, we got to find one thing and do it well. And we didn't we didn't really get that concept um, at the beginning at our early stages. So, yeah, long story short, um, we kind of blew through one point three million dollars essentially. Um, and how long? <laughs> and how long? Um, I mean, it was over the course of. Year and a half, yeah, year and a half, something like that. Um, so, I mean, but when you, you guys, guys were hiring the developers and stuff like that. I mean, did you guys have a little bit of background in that stuff? Or so you none. don't really none. It's hard to hire people to do a job when you don't have a little bit of taste of it. Exactly, and that's exactly what happened. It's like they're telling us, "Hey, you need these quality assurance people. You need this. You need two developers on the front end for iOS and two on the back end for iOS, and then also you need Android and you need a desktop guy front end, back end, and you need all these other things." So they're just selling us on all these other things, um, and we really didn't didn't have the knowledge. Neither yeah. one of us have a technical background. Um, we neither, neither one of us are programmers. I mean, he was a finance guy I, I was sports management i thought yeah. i was going to be an athletic director at the college level um so yeah just the lack of knowledge and, yeah. and just just being young um, and a lot of that shit makes a lot of sense when somebody tells you you need it and mm -hmm. they are a professional in that space mm -hmm. but they're an idealist right absolutely they're like this is an ideal scenario that's mm -hmm. what we need mm -hmm. and then you had the money to get it so you got it exactly but there's also another option to just be cheap as fuck for a little while mm -hmm. until you figure some shit out yeah exactly and that's and that's actually what, what, what i'm doing with tedious yeah. now um and that kind of the learning lesson with that is like hey just because you have money doesn't fix the problems or fix the issues you need to really hash out the you need to hash out everything about the business first before you try to put money or, or you know add um f make the f the flame bigger right yeah yeah um so yeah right now I'm, I'm the the term is bootstrapping it we're bootstrapping um, tedious at the moment I mean I've raised a little bit of friends and family round yeah. um, but nothing too significant um, 
but the initial version of tedious i actually programmed myself so I, so you did delve into that and learn some shit after i did the first I did. Round. so i i learned a lot about project management with um podium and, and spending the that much money um on developers um i learned a lot i mean so much so I mean, I wouldn't say it's a complete waste of money, just but sure, uh, sure. Of course, our investors probably and yeah. So you said you know primarily uh, maybe maybe your uh, co-founder was pretty connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, was there any blowback or did did the investors kind of really kind of know that you guys might have been having fun and on fire and, and just wanted mm-hmm. to see what y'all could do with it? Yeah, um, I mean, there was definitely uh, there was a couple issues. Um, there was a couple issues that came up, but I mean, we still have a good relationship with our investors. Um, we're still, I mean, Podium is still alive and and, and well. Um, we're hosting different camps in Miami. Um, we're, we're we're more of a, a events um, pro uh, events um, company now. Essentially, Got um, it. we host a lot of uh, uh, combines in in Europe and Mexico. Um, Does and we, the other uh individuals still kind of uh daily operate it yep will powell um he's the he's the ceo of the company he's um still running it and he's still guiding that um that ship so that's um, what's up yeah and we we still got a couple exciting things in um in in the future that we're um thinking about launching um hopefully better than we did the previous uh thing um hopefully we learn from our mistakes from then but um yeah i I still feel very good about that company and see what it can do but i'm not really involved in the day-to-day with it sure sure do you still have some ownership interest in it yep i do i do so i still have ownership interest in the company uh Obviously, me and Will still talk pretty much every week. Um, if he needs me to do anything, um, I'm I'm pretty good with like design and the computer now. Um, so if I need to do design work or any kind of marketing videos or ads or you whatever. step in when when you can exactly you whenever can. I can help him, I'll, I'll help him out. Or if he asks for my opinion on something, I'll I'll give it to him and that kind of thing. But ultimately, you love sports, man. Football was a big part of your life, right? It was huge, man. I mean, it really is the driving factor of where I am today. Yeah. Um, a lot. I mean, one of my the co-founder of the first company I started was a guy I played football with. Uh, we were both uh, played at the University of South Dakota for five, four years together. And so. then if the wide receiver hadn't got hurt, this we might not be talking here today about this shit. Who knows? <laughs> right? Seriously, if he didn't get hurt, I mean, I don't know where I would be. Um, I may not have gotten into entrepreneurship. I mean, I, I'm. You probably would. I probably yeah. would have just knowing taken a little longer. It, but. Exactly, exactly. It would have taken a little bit longer, and and maybe I wouldn't have learned those mistakes, um, or even had the opportunity. Because I mean, that's the opportunity to learn those, those mistakes. You know it what is. I mean? Like, how many people get the opportunity to learn with that kind of money? Um, I mean, you just don't, and, and it's something that you. Um, you really can't. No one can tell you that. You have to learn. It's not like we were blowing the money. Like just you just didn't know what you didn't we know. We just man. didn't know, and, and 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 that's what it was. It wasn't like we yeah we weren't just having fun and try, you know we were really trying to build a company. Um, and we're still trying to build a company with that. So, um, it's a lot of learning curve. But did yeah, you have uh, anybody else that kind of got uh, pretty involved in the process, or was it pretty much just you two at the beginning? It was us. Yeah. It was me and him figuring it out, and and that was and that's one of the things that looking back on it, I wish we had more guidance from our investors. Our investors were more angel investors, and they were very hands off. Um, they were just like, ah, oh, we're gonna throw. I'm 200. busy, bro. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like they they're not really sweating 200k right. um, like that. I mean, of course they want it back, but sure. they're not like 
you know, they're not going to lose sleep, too much sleep over it. And their the time is worth stupid money sometimes. I mean, depending it, on what somebody does with their time, it, it probably was worth a lot more than my time. Exactly. Exactly. So they just didn't really have the time or even knowledge to guide us. I mean, That's we'll, a new set of entrepreneurial endeavors for most investors absolutely absolutely and, and, and think about it we're in south dakota our investors from south dakota oh, yeah. very i mean come you on you ain't out in california right yeah, now. exactly <laughs> we're not on the west coast in the silicon valley where there's a bunch of tech you know a bunch of uh, venture capitalists that are throwing money at these ideas yeah. like these are you know um and that's the a pretty big feat to even get that amount of money even if you know some people that have a lot of money oh absolutely especially in south dakota hey you want to invest in this tech company <laughs> what do you mean it ain't a farm exactly <laughs> it's not a farm it's not a bar or we what ain't do you playing mean? football it, exactly. but at least you had a sports idea behind it exactly that probably excited some people oh absolutely and when will um he was the man in south dakota yeah. um he was like mr south dakota kind of guy <laughs> so i mean everyone loved him he went to the private the private um high school there and oh he's um, from there he's oh, from south dakota I he's see. from sioux falls um so he went to the private high school there and then he was like the star boy at south dakota university of south dakota so you know homegrown and everyone supported him and that's kind of uh his connections really allowed us to land that kind of money um, that quickly. Um, and he, and he's a great salesman. Like, I mean, when you talk to him, he's super enthusiastic. He can sell you on anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, when you believe in something and you're good with your words, it's it's hard for somebody else on the other side to say no. Absolutely. Especially if you're a stand-up dude in the community and you have a reputation, too, uh, because mm -hmm. that's uh, it takes a long time to build. People Absolutely. value it, especially in small towns, dude. Yep, yep. yep. Exactly. Um, all right. So, are you solo on this next endeavor called Tedious or what? Yes. I. Um, so, this is my first solo venture. Like I said, I once I started it, I had the idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting in the. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to program this dang thing. So I, I literally. And 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 so like okay, let's get super like. Let's dive into not, it. Not 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 computer savvy at all. This okay. right? Yeah. Coding does what for you, right? When you're talking about getting this up and running, coding equals what? Like a visual experience for the customers, a user interface. What are you coding for? Coding, coding is, it's it's the foundation. It's everything. It's it's the visual. It's it's the buttons, the button layouts. It's um the so back end, how you store um the names, how you store user. I mean, it's it's everything about an app. Um, anything in the app is how the app runs, how the app functions. And it's so everything. you do, you know, you use an app. You click the fucking hamburger menu. Yep. It goes to home. It goes to shop. It goes to cut my lawn right now. I, yep. I'll pay you a premium, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, exactly. And then you on the back end get data from the user experience on the front end mm -hmm. and and what you're telling me is all that's code no matter what yep Got yep it. exactly um so i had no idea even after the whole podium experience i still didn't know how to code um but i dove into it because essentially i was i moved back home we were living in europe for three i lived in europe for three years um and then i moved back home uh we were pretty much out of money with podium damn three years okay yeah I didn't know that. yeah yeah so um I moved back home um, to my parents' house, um, and yeah, the idea came about, and I started learning how to program. So I literally, I think I spent night and day for three months learning how to code in um, Swift, which is iOS, which is iPhone's uh, language, um, how to build on iOS. And so that was probably just, hey, man. This is the most popular platform, mm -hmm. user platform. This is what I'm going to start with. Exactly. It, it, there's a couple different... 
um, factors that played into it. But yeah, you, you usually want to pick um, either iOS or Android when yeah. you're starting on a, on a device. And iOS users are tend to be early adopters compared to Android guys. But um, yeah. all right, so what did you look up? Fucking in Google, how to Swift or what? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean uh, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is king. Like, if you need to know anything, I'm I'm very self sufficient when it comes to learning things. Um, I love to learn just by going on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it's such a powerful platform. You can learn anything on YouTube. Um, I literally learned from following tutorials, and I after I mean I. I I wasn't that good at coding, like by any means. I was good enough to be able to put together a MVP version, and then once I got the version, I was like, "Oh man, I can press this button and it'll order something." And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Because, like, dude, next there's, this, there's something rewarding about oh. spending all them hours for three months and you got a function, like it does something. Absolutely, <laughs> it, with no money, I had zero dollars. Yeah, my, uh, nothing. I, I mean, I was super broke. I mean, after we just lost all this money with Podium, and I'm broke. And and the parents are letting you stay for free, right? For free. The stars got to align somehow. Absolutely. I mean, of course. Yeah, no. Shout out to my parents for letting me stay there forever. For sure. For um, sure. So, yeah. I mean, it was it was a journey. For sure. It was a journey. Yeah. And so, you went to college. I went to college. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, I'm not sure how to analyze my experience. I, I had a fuck off a little bit experience during okay. college. But... They're both. They're both have the potential to be super value learning in the real world and and, and learning in school. Mm -hmm. um, what what would you say? What we, how would you describe your college experience in short order? And and mainly because football was such a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And I mean community learning just overall, right? Like like what do you think about the value of going to school? Did you get a free ride? Did you get? Yeah, so um, I did go. Uh, I, I I was on a full ride scholarship there. Um, had a couple offers coming out of high school, and I decided. I mean, to play at the University of South Dakota. Um, definitely thankful for that opportunity. Um, to be a full a free education. I mean, that's not easy to come by. No man. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't mature enough, honestly, at the time to yeah. really um, get the value out of college that I should have. Same um, here, to be bro. honest. Um, I I was more into football. And partying, yeah. Um, it was football Maybe and partying girls. and girls. Um, and I mean, I was naturally, I was naturally good at school, but I just never applied myself as much as I could have. Yes. Um, I think, I mean, it was, uh, it was honestly embarrassing, like to even think back on. I think my first semester coming to end, I mean, we partied all the time. I'm not gonna lie. Um, as a freshman on the football team, um, and I think I had like a 1.7 GPA. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to. I didn't. I don't think I went to class really. And then I, I ended up graduating with um, like a three point four or something like that. Um, so, but it took a long time to recover. Yeah, um, and a lot of work. But I just, I just wasn't in the right mindset. Um, There's a lot of distractions, man. A I lot. Mean, There's a lot of opportunities to have fun, mm -hmm. and some of those provide learning experiences too. So everyone's got a different experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but the, but the. The the value for education for you being able to go there mm -hmm. and not have to pay because you did the work in high school mm -hmm. to to get good enough at a sport to give you a free ride. Mm -hmm. um, not that you should try any less hard at school, of course, but it makes it 
way easier when you graduated, in my opinion, to become an entrepreneur because you're not bootstrapped with student debt. Because mm-hmm. that is a reality of many people's stories that that I do find limits your opportunity to go out there and not get paid right away. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the stars really align for me when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, not having, I mean, being on a full ride, not having to worry about student loans. My parents letting me live there for free. I mean, those are those are small details that really, really matter because yeah. a lot of people. I mean, entrepreneurship is. I mean, you're a high risk person, right? Yeah. Um, you're really risking a lot um, than 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 the average person and. And people that have, they had maybe kids young or they started a family. I mean, it's tough to get out of those cycles or, or, or out of those situations or risk those situations, yeah. right? Um, whereas I didn't have any kids. I didn't have any student loan debt. So it's like I could risk this. I yeah. could go for these things that I thought were awesome. And you don't need a lot of money to live every day, right? And exactly. That, and that allows you some freedom for it, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, those that mindset um i've always had that mindset and uh, i've been very thankful for that that whole situation so let's hit on mindset real quick you had the mindset going into school like many of many young uh young individuals mm-hmm. but then when you got out of school you know when you're talking about i spent 3 months i mean what what is that look like i mean are we talking sun up to sundown going to the gym like Basically, what I'm asking you is, for me, I was never obsessive in school. It wasn't mm-hmm. intriguing enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't connect the dots. I wasn't in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, when you get out there and start learning some stuff, making those small little accomplishments that you're talking about with functionality, mm-hmm. giving you the confidence to get to the next level, I mean, you, you, a lot of time alone, things like that. I mean, what's the grind look like? Man, I mean, first of all, I so I realized I didn't want to work a regular nine to five right after college. I didn't make the NFL. I moved to Denver. I, li- I was living in Denver. And and basically, man, for a long time in your brain, like I got a shot at doing the NFL, bro. That was my whole mindset. I'm like, what? This nine to five thing? That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. That's for the birds, yeah, bro. exactly. What? No way. No way. Um, so yeah, I moved to Denver. I was working at Enterprise, um, the rental car place, uh, in the management trainee program. Dude, that program's pretty serious. Though. Oh, it is serious. I mean, you're 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 um you're working ten or twelve hour shifts, and you're constantly selling and exhausted it's i've heard it's uh meant to be to weed out the fucking week oh absolutely and it does yeah. and, it, and it does and and it wasn't for me i'm like there's no way this is i don't want to try to climb this corporate ladder and do all and do all the but, things but necessary did it to teach climb. you something about that sales uh activity and 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 i mean dude a lot of people hire companies hire out of that program specifically nationwide Oh, you're constantly selling. I mean, this when you realize the power of sales and the power of giving, really, I mean, it's really just a transfer of energy, right? If you're passionate about something like, hey, you really need this this uh, car deductible. You you should pay this thirty five ninety nine a day to get this deductible. And let and me fill like, up the gas tank for you, bro. Why you know not? You know. Hey, don't worry about <laughs> just bring it back empty, and I'll come and we'll fill it up for you. No problem. You just prepay for the whole tank. Yeah. And and it's it's really getting that motion across. And you, I mean, it's constantly. I mean, you're doing. 20 30 a day i mean so it really it, it, it teaches you the sales process for sure and it programs you them 12 hour days man because the mm-hmm. difference between an eight hour day and a 12 hour day seems like double absolutely <laughs> absolutely it, it, and it definitely does and then like just moving forward from there um enterprise i was like nah this is not for me um i went overseas i played in germany and then i played two years in europe um and 
and obviously the whole podium thing happened and I came back and I was spending, oh, man, every waking hour of the day, I was working on programming and trying to figure out how to program. I mean, you got to think my back was against the wall. We just lost this money. I got to figure something out. Um, we didn't have enough money to be able to employ both of us. So one of us had to come off salary and he was a CEO, so I know he wasn't coming off salary. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, well, it's probably going to be you. So you probably should, like, start, you know, thinking otherwise. And, and like I said, I really wasn't looking for other opportunities, and it just kind of happened. Um, but, yeah, it was sun up to sundown of programming. I mean, I really dove into it. Um, I probably don't know a lick of coding now um, just because we've outsourced everything s since. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, I really, like – all those slashes and dots and it started making sense to me. And um, that was a really rewarding feeling um, to be able to really understand and learn something. And, and like I said, like you said, when I press that button, it all of a sudden pops out the side menu. That was, that was crazy. Fucking victory. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> and uh, you say you outsource it now, but learning that, Probably helped you spend money a lot more wisely mm -hmm. on who you hired and, and what was necessary. Mm -hmm. And and that, I think, is a forgotten about piece that's really important. You know, you got to know enough uh, to know when, to know how to incorporate somebody else to your business, right? And if it's not you, you better know somebody that you trust real well to make that decision for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, now when you, when you hire a developer, you know, the right questions to ask and, um, you know, you want to, you want to see past projects and, and you know, all the things you don't necessarily need in your app right away yeah. and, and how that, that might be luxury. I exact, want them someday. I want this feature, but is it really going to make the difference between them pressing the button and them getting lawn care? Yeah, not really. Right. And you got to really break it down to the very basics of your app. And I mean, for the first year, year and a half even still to this day i still i'll still go out in molans i'll still do um snow we're supposed to get snow tomorrow i'll probably be yeah. out there um shoveling snow um but i just really been reinvesting my money um so any money that i've made i've just kind of recirculated it back into the business and kind of bootstrapped this from there and i i think that's honestly the best way to build a company yeah for sure i mean it forces you to to slow down and really put your money towards the things that actually matter and not get ahead of yourself yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so right now, man, you're still doing some of the work yourself out in the streets doing that. And, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about how, uh, how you started off, you needed some funding, right? Mm -hmm. This shit isn't free. You mm -hmm. know, you got to have a little bit, um, you know, in comparison to the 1.2, like how lean does this project look in comparison? You got a dollar amount approximately? Oh, it's not even close. Um, I think I've taken about 50000 So I don't even know what a percentage that is, but it's a lot lower. <laughs> a lot, a lot lower. Not even the same. Yeah, it, it's, it's quite a quite a bit lower. Um, 50000 from friends and family. Yeah. Um, friends and family that just believed in me. Um, and yeah, so I, I took just that amount. And so right now you're kind of recycling, right? And that and yep. that recycling just means you have enough money to keep going with the revenue coming in, mm -hmm. recycling it inside, and, and maybe paying yourself a little bit of money. Exactly, exactly. So any kind of, any kind of money we make, I I, I reinvest it, um, and, and that's the goal is to continue to grow and grow until I get to the point that you know maybe. I can pull out money or in yeah. this case. Yeah. yeah. All right. So so. Uh, TediousApp.com is how you get there on a web browser, right? Yep. 
And then uh, Tedious Task is, is the Instagram handle. Is that the app handle when you go to download it? Uh, if you type in Tedious um, in the Google Play Store or in iOS, you should be able to um, find it. What, yeah. what, well, we'll throw the little logo up, but it's, it, sure. what's the what's the logo stand for? Is is, is that a time glass, right? Yeah, it's an hourglass. Yeah, um, just kind of the, the so I mean, we really want to be harp on speed. So um, with lawn care, we were able to get there within two hours, um, which in that industry is pretty fast. Yeah, uh, it's really fast, um, and it just you know saving time for customers, saving sure. time for property managers, realtors. Yeah. Um, um, uh, homeowners. Yeah, and so uh, you can manage multiple properties right from. Mm -hmm. uh, is it the desktop? Or can you do that through the mobile? Both. Okay. Both. Okay. Yeah. So um, if you have multiple properties, if you're a realtor, you're able to request. Or a property manager, you maybe you just own a bunch of investment yeah, properties. Yeah. Whatever, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, you're able to request lawn care for all of your properties or snow whatever whatever service you need uh, right through the app, and you're able to see. Uh, we send you live status updates. Um, so when someone started when they're in route, uh, that kind of thing. And then we'll send you before and after photos as well. So, Perfect. and it's all cashless. Um, you can, you pay an app, you can tip your providers yeah. in app and um, yeah. So you ain't even ever got to go check up on shit. You, you don't have to do that as the owner of the property. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, if you, and like I said, like the idea came from when my uh, neighbor was on vacation, it was like, well, he's on vacation. Um, can he, why shouldn't he be able to know that his snow is cleared for yeah, him, yeah. right? So we send you those before and after photos so you can get a confirmation and, and you know that the work was done and it was done well. Nice, man. Yeah. So uh, throughout the course, man, I think I think any any startup similar to this one, you know, you can even go back to, to uh, the Uber days, right? Mm -hmm. Was there a struggle on supply Versus demand, right? Like you got people that want this stuff done, mm -hmm. but the supply of people that are signed up to do the work hasn't quite caught up. Right. What does that look like, man? What does that look like for you as the owner? Yeah. So, I mean, any kind of marketplace type of um, platform, you know, the Ubers, Lyfts, uh, DoorDash, DoorDash, all whatever, those, whatever. Right. Yeah. Like um, there's always that that balance you have to play. You, I mean, you do, you want to have enough uh, providers, but you don't want to have enough providers where none of them are getting work. Yeah, yeah. None of them. They got to make enough money to stay on the provider list. Exactly. They they want to they want to be able to rely on and, and know that they can make some money on the platform. And then on the flip side, you don't want to have not enough customers, right? So um, it's definitely a balance you have to find. Um, um, but yeah, we're trying at this point. We're still young. I mean, we're still we have we just completed our first full year, so we're only at. We're going on year two. Right now. This will be the second spring season then, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, well, this will be actually the third. Um, because of the timing of when yeah, it started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're trying to grow both providers and customer um, base for sure right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, right now we're um, we're in Minneapolis, we're in Sioux Falls, and then we're in Omaha, Nebraska. So those are three areas that we're starting in. Got um, it. And then hopefully grow from there. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, the other locations, uh, one of them sounds familiar, right? Mm -hmm. Omaha definitely doesn't. Nope. Is that Nebraska? <laughs> yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's not really your territory for you to deal with the headaches and the nonsense, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's kind of like, hey, you found somebody in the areas and they want to take and expand what you got going on. Exactly. And, and we're really trying to perfect that expansion model. Is, is it... Do we just hire a bunch of subcontractors and try to expand? Do we get um, do we get um, 
a person to lead it, like a, a area manager. So we're really still trying to figure that out. But we have a couple guys in those areas um, that are leading the charge in each area. Yeah, sweet, sweet. And yeah. and and you just knew them previously? No, they reached met them, out. Met them online. Um, right. So. I wanted to expand to Sioux Falls because an investor, um, I was looking for investment money at one point. An investor mentioned like, hey, I want to be able to see, I want you to be able to expand to different cities. So he's like, once I see that, I'll, I'll, I'll think about investing. So I was like, OK, fine, I'll do it. The next logical place that made sense was Sioux Falls for me. It was like it's not a big it's not a huge metro area, but it's big enough. It's and big enough. I have ties there. Right. Um, and. I kind of put out an ad, and next thing you know, a, a young kid, um, Riley, um, he messaged me, and he already had an existing lawn care company, and um, it all worked out. And actually, his oh, dad's shit. an investor in the company now. So, yeah, it's crazy. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Just throwing it, just throw yourself out there as much as you can. Yeah, you just never know. And, and you then know? you'll be able to recognize the opportunities that come your way. Mm -hmm. And with some mistakes, you'll be able to recognize the opportunities that you say no to and don't don't take those ones. Absolutely. Those <laughs> those mistakes are crucial, yeah. uh, crucial in learning and, and being able to filter out all the nonsense sure, yeah. uh, and navigate the path of business. Because I don't think anybody gets through business unscathed. Um, it, it, you're going to get some battle wounds in yeah. business, no matter who you are. Um, some are big, some are small, but uh, you're definitely going to face some challenges for sure. Yep, for yeah. sure, man. Um, so speaking of challenges... This one isn't about business directly, okay. but of course it always is. Okay. So uh, you know me, right? Mm -hmm. I got I got a girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. Sure. Live together, mm -hmm. two kids that live with us, mm -hmm. um, and that's been happening for a while. Mm -hmm. I mentioned in the first episode, like I did, I did s slow that down, right? I mm -hmm. had to in order to keep going on the path that I was going and, mm -hmm. and getting ready for that. So you ain't got no kids yet, right? No, nope. Uh, recently though, got a girlfriend a year ago now. Oh, uh, we've been going nine a months. Year? No, it's been about a year, a little over a year. Yeah. All right. About so a year and a half. Yeah. So uh, I know we haven't talked in a little while because mm -hmm. of this quarantine situation, sure. and everyone's kind of fucking isolated, isolating. So, social distancing. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I pretty much met you at the gym, didn't I? That's pretty much where we met. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think I saw you at um, the gym, and I knew you owned the GNC. Yeah. And you knew Nicole before that, right? I knew Nicole for before that. I used to actually used to work at GNC. For uh, real? Yeah. I didn't even knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to work at GNC back in high school. Um, so I worked at GNC, and I think that's where I knew Nicole. And then, yeah, years later, I came back from overseas, and I knew and you're she from was dating here. Your you. parents live in yep. Brooklyn Park or something. Yep. Yeah. Your parents were from here, so uh, came back here, and I think I saw you in the gym. And we just started talking, and it was like, oh, there's another business, business-minded person, like-minded person. I was like, yeah, we talked, yeah. we talked uh, pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, and then we'd have to be like, all right, dude, like I gotta go work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I tried to avoid you in the gym because I yeah, knew it was no, gonna be a like, two-hour long don't conversation. Get too, don't get too close <laughs> to me. We're getting zero pumps, <laughs> yeah, zero gains yeah. when we start talking. All right, so so relationships, right? Yeah. Uh, We'll just stick to, to, to getting a girlfriend. I think a lot of young people uh, are, are at that stage. And if, and if you got some kids, that's a whole nother ball of wax because that's just some stuff that you got to attend to, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, do you have any suggestions or what was your experience? You know, you, you're kind of deep in the middle of getting tedious. 
a lot of the back end shit I remember you saying a lot mm-hmm. of the back end outsourcing the automation the virtual uh, customer service representative stuff like that yep and then still doing the work right yep. you know like actually going outside and doing it yep um, so if anything how do you think you know getting into a relationship when you're not used to being in a relationship because you want to be in a relationship right of course but that's time that's money that's that's a I'm I'm pretty bad but I have to like intentionally switch my mindset mm-hmm. over to, hey, like I need to allocate attention to this beautiful woman mm-hmm. because a lot of times my mind's just running a hundred miles an hour in the background, and if somebody talks to me, I might not even hear them. <laughs> oh, and and Megan already knows. Like she she says you're there, but sometimes you're not there because oh, yeah. I'm constantly thinking about other ventures or whatever problems we're running to and with with tedious. But I mean, a relationship is huge. Whether it's um an intimate relationship or not, you need someone, some kind of support system to help you through an entrepreneurial journey. Man, it, it, it's there's a lot of uh, ups and downs, um, and you need someone that there that understands it or at least is willing to support you through it for sure. For sure. Do, do you do you think it can be a, a bad a bad relationship, right? Not all relationships are good, right? And right. And, and so for some young guys out there, mm-hmm. uh, how do you know? You know when when they're when they're willing to support you, um, when they're willing to support you and and go through the journey with you, um, and that's when you know um, that's a good person for you. Um, if they're always constantly nagging you and saying, "Well, you're not." giving me enough time or you have to do this when we were supposed to do this. And it's like, it's you're, you're always on the clock. You don't clock out when you're an entrepreneur. So you're always putting out fires and, and they have to understand that. So when you find someone that understands that or someone that's willing to learn and grow, then that's someone that's going to be good for you for sure. I like that shit. That was a good explanation. I like that, man. Yeah. All right. So your mind's always turning. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how it is for you, you know, my company being in the mortgage industry, we can transfer to work from home, mm-hmm. like basically like a drop of a dime. Right. My internet's a little shitty at my place because everyone's mm-hmm. probably playing games and watching Netflix, of but course. we can still be productive at a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole industry from real estate services to title companies, right, has been deemed essential. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like? What does that look like for you uh, with this particular endeavor that we're talking about? I know it's kind of an in-between season, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're right at the point where we don't get a lot of snow, and the grass still isn't exactly... But yeah. I don't know when you start fertilizing. I don't know when you start any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're really in-between seasons. Uh, I mean, it, it, this kind of whole coronavirus thing is really... It, was in, it hit us in-between seasons. So, we were going to have a lull anyway within business, so it's... It's kind of just it's not really stopping anything. Um, Weird lawn care workers are deemed essential as well. So you can go do whatever if somebody wants it. Yep, exactly. They actually extended that um, this new extension when they extended the stay at home order. um, They included essential workers for lawn care. So we're able to operate business as usual. So Um, previously when it was supposed to be the 10th, they were like, no, you guys don't actually need to be out there. Exactly. It's April in Minnesota. Chill out. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, yep. Um, And then they extended that to us, so we're super thankful for that. Um, That way none of my providers have issues. But, um, yeah, it's business as usual. Um, We'll see how it affects on the customer side. You know, obviously a lot of people have lost jobs, so, you know, 
um we'll see we'll yeah s- we'll see a yeah. bunch of unknowns on that yeah, subject exactly. right for you sure know, for gnc sure. even supplements uh i don't know how they got deemed the essential services mm-hmm. but they have been the whole times oh nice and it's crazy because i hear some other owners getting beat up in other states and their counties are trying to close them down okay they've all actually argued and ended up being able to stay open okay um but dude i mean you know you walk into a gnc you can get nutritional products food like products meal rep- like whatever you mm-hmm. want right and chances are there's probably only going to be about one person in the store, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not high risk, in my opinion. Right. Go to the grocery store. Man, I got a mask. I'm going to go ahead and bring that. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, we're we're still hurting. Yeah. Down about 40%, dude. Wow. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. In Chicago, it's real bad. It sounds like 75, mostly, you know, because they're, like, really locked down. Right. Minnesota's not for real locked down. No. We went to... Um, uh, Lake Calhoun or whatever you call it now. Uh, we went out there and <laughs> tons of oh, people. Oh, really? Tons of people there. Huh. It's because of Megan. She always she can't stay in the house. I can stay in the house. I'm used to working on my computer at home and staying in isolation. Oh, she'll go crazy. She's very uh, Dude, socialite. And, it's yeah. weird because I can, right? Like I've done it mm-hmm. tons. Yeah. But when I when I'm when Forced I'm like, to? yeah, it's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You, what do you mean I can't? <laughs> yeah, no. And I, then I feel you on the that. main deal is common areas gyms all that stuff is shut down and and like i don't know about you man but when you put in about 10 hours in the beginning of the day Mm -hmm. and you take that time and you go work out and you get some food in you maybe listen to some music and Mm kind of shut down Mm -hmm. or maybe just talk to somebody like you that i run into you know chop it up maybe vent a little bit depending Mm -hmm. on the day Mm -hmm. that little break from the computer from that isolated work It's necessary. I'm going to go back home and work, bro. It's necessary. Exactly. It's like it's a recharger. Absolutely. I need the gym. Yeah. And I, it sucks working. I mean, like I said, I've been an athlete my whole life, so the, I've been a gym rat my whole life. And and now having to do home workouts and cardio, I'm just like, oh, no. I'm running like, outside when I can, nah, but I'm maybe going to maybe buy a nah, bike. I don't know. It's not for me. How, <laughs> how are you navigating this whole thing, though? I mean, you said 30 down 40%. I mean, how's how are you going to navigate this? Well... Long story short, yeah, uh, that's a rough number, right? And and it's only been like that in the last maybe week. Okay. Before that, it, so it's tapering down, right? As gotcha. stuff stays fucked up for longer, right? Most likely that's going to continue. Gotcha. But uh, you know, fortunately, that particular store does well, and mm-hmm. it, uh, a lot of things that happened in the last maybe twelve months to make that store be able to withstand a significant decrease and still pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is some small business assistance out there okay. called the payroll protection uh, loan. Heard of it. And, it, you know, I'm just not eligible to fill out application yet. Uh, I have uh, a dual ownership, right? So right. they they literally only have it up for single owner businesses to participate uh-huh. in right now. Uh-huh. And so they're trying, you know, okay. but $350 billion to small business aid seemed like a lot. Not very much. Not very much. They're already going no. back and asking for another $250 billion. So that. the question will be, will there be any money left uh, when I'm able to apply, and, 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 and will I be able to get it? And so uh, I'll deal with that when the time comes, mm-hmm. but I do work in the real estate. I work in, in home mortgage specifically, right? Mm-hmm. And if, if, you, if you're in it, you do know that there is arguably the most business – Ever right now, really? Like, ever in history? Oh wow! 
we're having difficulties processing it because we're dealing with some stay-at-home work orders. I mean, it's mm-hmm. everybody, right? And, right. and, and kids are at home. Mm-hmm. It's hard to work when you're trying to teach your kid whatever they need to learn. <laughs> that is not part of my responsibility. Oh. Nicole's on that. Okay. We got it organized, you know, and, and, and some of my guys are taking extra hours to facilitate that because she yeah. can't go to the store and work. I, I can't do my job. Mm-hmm. And I need to do my job right. because I might have to support the GNC with my job. Right, right, right. <laughs> it depends. You know, I, I shouldn't have to, but mm-hmm. if the money's gone, the money's gone. So gotta do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. And we'll take it day by day. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely more fortunate than a lot of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we got a lot of good customers and uh, it's relationships, man. Like, you know, I know Mitch and Nicole. Man, some people are just looking for something to maybe do for 20 minutes that isn't high risk. Right. You can come talk to your boy at GNC, mm-hmm. pick up some immune supplements or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that might be your little uh, serenity for the day, right? Absolutely. Uh, because depending on what you got going on, you just might not be going out in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And especially if you do have some high risk issues. I'm not really worried about dying from the virus. I really think, like, we're, at this point, nobody really knows what's up. So I'm just going to plan on getting it. Yeah. It, unless you want to fucking stay in the house till we have a vaccine. Yeah, no, I know. If it was me, I would stay in the house. I Honestly, I'd be on lockdown. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, I know I'm not in a high-risk area, but I think I saw a 1,000 people die yeah, yesterday. So I'm not talking I'm about high. going out there and being stupid, right? Yeah, yeah. But I will continue to do things that I have to to, mm-hmm. to make sure that my family and I, myself is going to be all right, right. and my businesses will be too. Absolutely. And, uh, and, I, and I just, at this point, man, a year out for a vaccine, we're going to figure out a way to go back to work and, and get normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And all of our businesses might be impacted, but... You just got to pay attention to what's going on every day right? and taking in the information mm-hmm. and not freaking out. Of course. I don't watch much of the news channels, man. It's just not for me. No, I, I, I was staying up on it the first um, the first couple of days, and then I'm just like, I got exhausted it's of it. Repeat. Yeah. Repeat. It's just more fear. Like, oh, no, more like more, more people got infected. Like, yeah, yeah no, like, no shit. No more duh. people got infected. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Like. Yeah. And, and I actually read on the subject quite a bit yeah. um, because the subject does infa- impact the financial markets and mm-hmm. our business like pretty significantly. Um, sure. You know, people are allowed to defer their mortgage payments uh, on most loans that are backed by the government. Mm-hmm. But it's just that we're in a time of crisis. It's necessary to be able to do that for the people that need it. Well, what does that mean? It means you can't fucking regulate it. It means, right. it means, it means everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, though, and people think it's free money, and it's not. You skip three months, give me four months after the 120 days. Where it at? Of course. And 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 that is the way it works. And, right. And, and then if you can't do that, you have to work with your servicer to create another payment plan. How does that affect your credit? Are you required to stay in the house? So there'll be some long-term effects on that because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people, 10-plus million people unemployed mm-hmm. right now. There's still loopholes in that. We'll yeah. call it eight million that maybe need it. <laughs> right. But the point is, is the damage is already done now that we can't see in the future. Mm-hmm. But you will be able to see it unfold. So I'm just gonna stay steady watching and uh and I'm interested to see how everybody reacts to it, you know? Uh, uh, you know, I just don't think we've seen the last of the layoffs. We oh. got another full month to go. Oh, yeah. No. And then I would love to go to a sporting event 
I don't think those will come back online uh, as soon as some other businesses are allowed to. But when they do, mm-hmm. man, that's going to be the day where I'm going to be happy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you think NFL is going to be back? I, I'm hoping. Yeah. I I'm think, hoping. I think they should. We'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. Um, so your brain's all over the place. What do you got going on right now? Mm. You just dropped a you just dropped a little hint right before we got on. Yeah. So so tell me about this uh, this product. Okay. Yeah. So I'm always I, I've been I've been searching for a physical product for a while now, and um, I, I've bounced a couple of ideas off of you, some yep. that I may pursue in the so, future. So so you know. them, them ones you bounced on me, they're on hold right now. They're on hold. I, I've done a little. Um, research and development on them but they're on hold for now yeah yeah um but yeah this new product is uh it's called tipsy topple um essentially it's taking your classic favorite game jenga um and putting um shot glasses or not shot glasses i should say jello shots um in the center of them so uh when you press out a a block you may get a shot you may not Gotcha. It's kind of just a, a, a slight twist on and shot um, of alcohol to be specific. Shot of alcohol. <laughs> yes, this is an adult version. Um, but you could easily you could modify that for your kids. And oh, have some absolutely. Fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You could put water in there. You could put juice in there. I mean, if you really wanted to. Yeah. 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 So. Gotcha. Uh, it's a fun little game. Um, it, it may. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see what happens with it. Let's just say that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So, so you know, obviously, tedious is 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 your. Uh, uh, main focus, you know, what can you say on how to balance the the mind that goes 100 miles an hour? Because you got to stay on track, right? And I'm not saying I do one thing because I fucking don't, mm-hmm. but you, you definitely got to pay attention to how distracted you maybe get. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get into too many endeavors, but also with tedious, you got to keep in mind that my goal with tedious is to automate as much as I can. Um, I mean, tedious is a pretty automated machine as it is right now. Um, When customers request our providers, they pick them up. We don't have to notify them. It automatically notifies them. They automatically get payments. They automatically get their tax information. So everything is pretty automated. So um, really, the only thing that I have to touch is. Um, in customer service, I've outsourced that. Um, but marketing is really the only thing yeah. that I really have to touch and, and continue to grow our, our customer base and our provider base. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's a really automated machine that doesn't take too much of my time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got any statistics on, uh, I don't know what they'd call it, right? But it'd be a repurchase rate of sort. You know, what kind of customer uh, does your service more than once? Or is it still too early for that? It's still pretty early, to be honest. Um, like I said, we're just in our full, first full year. Yeah. And obviously, there's seasons, too. So it's like you can't really um, compare the numbers for la- uh, lawn and for snow. They're, they're, no, they're totally different. different. They're yeah. completely different. So yeah. uh, we're still pretty young in that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right on, man. Right on. So... Uh, getting to the boring ass part, but super important part, okay. you know, is, is, is you're probably going to be filing taxes for what your first or second time on this guy. Second. Uh, did you guys have to deal with that with podium at all? Like, uh, you know, how do you get like the, the, the outsourcing and all that stuff for coding and, and running your actual business and, mm-hmm. and getting the product and doing all this? Even even making a physical product, right? Getting a prototype, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But but what do you what do you what can you say on books and accounting, right? Just for somebody that is 
doesn't know how that works. Because, in my opinion, you don't figure that shit out till you have to. I'm not thinking about taxes until I already fucking made my company. Entrepreneurs <laughs> don't like that kind of stuff. <laughs> taxes, legal, any of that kind of stuff. Entrepreneurs don't like that. No. No. But I guess what is your, what's your uh, specific question? I mean, do you got some people handling that for you? Yeah, Did you absolutely. take some recommendations from some other people? Yeah. You know, do you still apply the same principle as we talked about before? Where I got to know enough about this. Yeah. So I don't make mistakes. Right. But I actually don't like it. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I hate accounting, bookkeeping, all that. I mean, that's as an entrepreneur, you want to have a good legal, someone, a good lawyer that you can at least bounce ideas off of um, and problems off of, and then also a good accountant. What did you graduate with for the major, by the way? It was sports management. Right. So I wanted to be a sport management <laughs> with a business minor. So I, got you. Um, I did have a business background. Um, and I, like I said, I wanted to be. I thought I was going to be uh, um, running a huge athletic department, flying on private jets to the football games and that kind of thing. And um but so yeah but i got a little bit of back business background and my family yeah. also does yeah. business yeah i got you yeah i got you well dude i'm glad to hear that uh everything is uh not impacting you too drastically yet you know the future's unknown we're yeah. real early in this in my opinion absolutely i think the next six to 18 months will be an interesting time in america uh and hopefully not too bad for a lot of people you know, it sounds like that the government is taking care of a lot of people right now. Right. And hopefully we got a plan to get out of that. I hope so. Me too. I Me hope too. so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope a lot of us survive the small business community, right? Which is crazy because a lot of this aid, right? Mm -hmm. I think small business is defined in this sec in, the, in the aid sector is less than 500, 500? employees yeah. per location. Yeah. That's pretty fucking big, dude. Is it per location? Per location. They oh, changed wow. it. They changed oh, it. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know the actual definition yeah. of a quote-unquote small business. I just know that it's 99% of businesses in America. Well, you know they also, they were supposed to give out $10,000 per business. And yeah, they changed I signed up that. for that. I signed up for that. But they changed that. Yeah. Now it's per, they're giving you $1,000 per employee, which $1,000 per employee, like, what, I mean, what's that really going to do for you know, and and apparently have, they only had $10 billion allocated for that. But what I was talking about, $350 allocate, allocated to the other one that's yeah. already running out of money, $10 billion is nothing. Nothing. Which is fascinating to think about that $10 billion ain't much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, man. So uh, Megan works for the government. They're still figuring out a way to, to get their stuff done behind the scenes. Yep. Uh, she's still working from home. Um, so, yeah, we're on top of each other right now. Um, working side by side. So trying to figure out that that new uh, dynamic, dynamic relationship. Yeah. 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 Teamwork yeah. makes the dream work. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, man. I'm going to wrap it up with, uh, with a couple of questions. Dude. Okay. And uh, these are just real simple ones, man. Okay. So you love sports. Love I'm probably going to guess. I already know. The first question is what's your favorite sport, but it's football, yeah? Yeah, no doubt. All right, who's your favorite team? I'm a hometown guy, Vikings. Okay, Skull. Woo! All I right. was a Cowboys fan growing up, but I'm a Vikings now. Why did Cowboys track your interest other than it's just like the fucking team? Oh, uh, man. Quarterback? It was a team. Emmett, I mean, no, it was more Emmett Smith, Deion Sanders, uh, back when, yeah, I mean. They had an A squad. Yeah, how do you not love those guys? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. I would imagine it's probably a little different growing up in our era right now. If you're a kid, mm -hmm. I don't think Cowboys would be the be the be the, oh, be, no. It's the no. Patriots now. The Patriots, really? Oh, dude. I mean, I don't know. I just know they win a lot. Okay. So that's the bandwagon. Okay. You know, but that's gonna get weird this year. 
Yeah, with Brady. Tom gone. Brady, bro. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, so who's your favorite artist, music artist? J. Cole. Easy. All J. Right. Cole. I'm a big... If you don't know J. Cole, <laughs> go touch up on J. Cole, man. He's a very conscious, lyrical person. Uh, I didn't find out about it until probably a year ago, bro. Man, I, I've been listening to him since college, and I mean, he's just so relatable. Actually, uh, I shouldn't say that. Sober house when I found out about him. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you haven't listened to J. Cole, really, and not just his mainstream hits, listen to his mixtapes, oh, yeah. and, like Friday Night Lights, uh, the warm up, those good stuff. Good stuff. Sure. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, Roddy Rich is nice too, right? He's my up and coming artist right now. Roddy Rich? Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, the one, the, the box, the double D, how do you spell it? R O D D Y R I C H. I think E. Is there E on the end? Maybe there's an E. I don't know. We can find it with But that. it's the box. You know the song, the box. I don't know. The, it starts off like E. No? Okay. No, man. I got I to gotta look okay. at it, man. I've, I've, been, I've, I've been slaving away, bro. Okay. It's, been, it's been game time for like a while now. Yeah. You know it. I'll play it for you after this. You'll yeah. know it. Well, sure. I probably was in alone and the playlist just goes, bro, and you're just in the zone, right? Yeah. I don't even hear what's going on other than it's a nice beat in the background. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do agree, J. Cole. Yeah. It's deeper than a lot of people probably give him credit for. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And his lyrics, man. I'm a, Eminem, I, I was a solid him growing up, but but uh, that's really because of his lyrics, right? And I'm all for beats, but uh, I do like lyrics in, in my artist choice. Absolutely. I have to. Yeah. I can't. This new age stuff, and I sound like an old man now. I'm only 30, but uh, this new age stuff, I can't I can't really get with it. No, no. Uh, it's got to have it's got to have some, some kind of substance. Yes, kind of that's the right yeah, word. That's yeah, the right word. Yeah. All right, so it doesn't have to be movie. I'm just talking about film now, right? What's oh, the favorite series, movie, um, uh, anything in that sector? Okay. Um, right now, we've, we've been really watching Money Heist. Have you seen Money Heist on Netflix? It's a TV show. I don't... Oh, sh you should You should definitely check that out. Is it a series? Yeah, it's a series. Give me like an example of what one of the episodes is about. Um, they're robbing a bank. Um, they go into the bank and they figure out a clever way to get out without getting caught. Um, but the whole the whole first season's in the one bank. Um, so, you really so you cool. don't really get down with like the Office or some of the some of the oh, no. some, some of the mindless television. No, I can't do I can't do the Office. Sorry, Nicole. Sorry, Nicole. No, no, <laughs> I'm not an Office fan. I'm not a any of those weird. Uh, that's just not my kind of comedy. I don't find that stuff funny at all. No. Uh, no, I need something that's gonna make me think. Like because because here's the deal, my mind will just go to wherever it goes before. If 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 it's not like catching my attention, it has to. It has to. I can't. Yeah. Now, absolutely. That's exactly how it is. Um, what are some other good recommendations I want to give you? Um, Breaking Bad's a great one. I like if you Breaking haven't seen Bad. Breaking Bad, a Prison Break. That's another money heist kind of thing. Uh, you got to put in some time on that one. A lot of episodes, so be careful. Be careful. Yeah, prison yeah. breaks a lot of episodes, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, which there's one more I want to give you. It's a movie, and I can't think of it. Jesus Christ. Uh, it takes place in Venice. It's about uh, also a heist. Italian job. Italian job. Mark. Uh, Mark, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that was one of my favorite movies. That you must a like one. a good plan being I executed. Do. <laughs> I do. I exactly. Exactly. And I was like, dang, money heist, prison yeah. break. Uh, Italian job They all kind of like Bank robberies Or like scams Or whatever Yeah yeah I always like to find out Those three questions man Because I like sports I like music And usually the television shows Or movies that you like mm -hmm. uh, Say something about How your mind works Oh absolutely 
absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It's got to be entertainment, right? And mm-hmm. everybody has a different definition. So, yeah. Man, dude, it's been a great having you on. I appreciate it, bro. And I hopefully we'll be able to do this again on the other side when uh, when we see what the summertime looks like, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be exciting summer, man. We're both yeah. going to uh, come out on the other end. For sure. Great. And yeah. No, I appreciate you having me on. This was great. We got to do it again for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, man. So Absolutely. Appreciate it. For sure, dude. All right. We'll do a, not too much social distancing, but we'll take it. I figured I had to give you a pound. It's all good. It's all good. All right. All right, brother. Let's do it. Peace. Take that. Never wind it back.